0: Hi there, this is Human Nurture. I'm Jason Brand, a psychotherapist in Berkeley, and the podcast covers the head-scratching question of how does a couples therapist learn to do that before lift off, some guidelines. Please make sure that you're not here looking for clinical advice or counseling. This is here for entertainment and educational purposes only. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, please refer them to the appropriate resources. So we're into our second couple, and a few episodes back, you met Ron and Shakir out of the southern part of the United States, and they've established separate domains inside their home. Ron's home life happens inside the den, while Shakir's takes place in the bedroom. In that first interview, they described how two people that desire connection and are just down the hallway from each other can struggle to come together without walking on eggshells and creating hurt feelings. So today what you're going to hear is the first half of my follow-up interview with Ron and Shakir. You get a real sense that between interviews they worked hard to find each other. And in this interview you really can feel into the ebb and flow of them daring to be more vulnerable with their feelings and then pulling back into fears and frustrations. Totally a natural part of the process. I think that's pretty much what you need to know. Oh, one note. In the interview, I'm in my office in Berkeley, and they're in a hotel room in Cincinnati. They're there for a funeral. You'll hear various things going on as they navigate family stuff family business and family needs so we make room for that and then come back to the work you'll hear that happen a couple of times i think that's all you need for today i hope you enjoy thanks so much to Ron and Shakir for participating thank you for listening and away we go there was some concern at the end of our last meeting that it would set you guys back was that the case
1: i don't think i thought it would set us back i think I felt like it was probably just laying stuff completely bare, and while I don't think it sets it back, I think it kind of just gives a more open, transparent look at okay, this is really where we are. And and I don't think we had done that. No, I don't think we've done that recently with a third party. No, not at all. I think it's been years since we've done that.
0: You guys ever go to counseling over your, thirty 33- three?
2: Years. No.
1: I think we did, what, one session?
2: I don't recall it. If we did, it was either a long time ago or uh, something that didn't leave a lasting memory for sure. All
1: right. Not together. So now for me, as a, being in the ministry, they require us to do therapy and counseling. And so I've done several years with at least three different therapists.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. All right. So what was laid bare the last go around?
1: I feel like the fact that we still operate very differently. I think I'm very touchy-feely and he is very rational.
0: I definitely got that sense of both of you in, in the first time that we met.
2: Let me say that, as here says she's uh, very touchy-feely, but in any situation like what we're going through, You get differences of opinion, Whereas she says, she's very touchy-feely. One of the things that I've talked to her about is the fact that she may be that way, but she doesn't exhibit that. When we're at home, for example, we're separated most of the time. We see each other as we pass in the house. So there's no touchy-feely there. On occasions, I have done things like walk up to my wife, hug her kiss her on the cheek, something trying to be close. And as I said, sometimes even something as innocent, a pinch on the behind is is in itself a message. I care and I'm thinking about you, but those things don't necessarily happen. So I have said to her that she doesn't always, even though she says she's touchy-feely, show it that she's touchy-feely. And that has been one of my... I won't say complaints, but one of my concerns.
0: Yeah, I, I notice it even here. I, you guys can sit very close to each other, but you rarely actually look at each other.
2: You didn't see me just look at her. <laughs> it was,
0: I might have missed it, but it was definitely quick <laughs> if, I, if I missed it.
2: Well, then that's because our attention is focused on you. Okay. So We'll put it on that. Okay. All right.
0: My, my hope for today would be that you guys would be able to look at each other with a little bit more ease, that there would be a little bit more of a sense that you could look at each other and feel a, that, would be, that would happen a little bit easier. Too big a goal for the day?
2: Not at all. The assumption here seems to be that we have difficulty looking at each other. I don't think that's the case. Okay. Now, you may not have seen it with us sitting side by side, but it is not like it is something that we never do. And one of the things that I noticed on the videos you did with the other people is you talked about not necessarily having a history Mm -hmm. about us, not really knowing a lot about us and not knowing a lot about us. I guess there's a lot in there that you may not realize that we do because we have not brought out the things we do. And I'll give you an example. We have talked about the fact that when we're at home, we're not really talking to each other very much, but we do things together and have throughout the years. And to give an example of that being, we travel a lot. Last year, we went to Barbados in January, um, Mm. mission trip. The year before that, we went to Bahamas. We went to Dominican Republic. We went to Hawaii. And we went on a cruise to... Mexico. So in doing that, those are times that we are together and sharing and the whole shot. Looking at us, you have to also look at the fact that we're not totally opposite or away from each other all the time. We may not speak at home, but we still do things together, Mm -hmm. go places together. This being an example of the fact that we're here in Cincinnati, both of us, and I think I'm speaking when I say it, both of us are close to the other's family. I'm close to her family, she's close to my family. We have that working together. So there are many times other than just the fact that we're not together at home, that we are together. So I think it'd be good for you to to know that too.
0: You're right. I'm focused in a particular area and I hope it was clear in the videos, the way that I see you guys as being pillars of your community and that you have so much, it sounds like very vibrant lives. That you lead, both of you. Shakir's looking at you with a very interesting look right now. And you and we
2: did look at each other, so we are.
0: So the and we're focused on the area where you guys have challenges. That's that's really what my job is to help people in the areas where they have where we have challenges. But it does not mean that I do not see you guys as having a lot more going for you or a lot more in your relationship than just the little slice that I'm seeing. Ron, what's going on in she cares mine right now. As you take a look at her,
2: I don't. And she's not saying. Uh, she's looking at me with a, I guess you say a wry look with a smile to it. I would assume.
1: Let me get a picture of me. That
2: that is positive. Right? You're gonna take it. A-, a moment ago, she was. She had a look on her face as I told her. She was frowning. She said she wasn't. So, you know, and that's good, from the standpoint that I saw a frown on her face. She said she wasn't frowning. She tells me all the time I'm frowning, and I tell her I wasn't. So I'm glad she had that so that she can see the opposite. She can see the fact that looks on her face do not always tell what's in the mind. God so even mistakes. though I saw a frown, she said she wasn't frowning. So whatever I saw was not indicative of what she was thinking. Okay. Okay.
0: Are you taking a selfie now?
1: he said I was frowning and I had a wry look. So I wanted to get the picture of me so I can look back at me and say. And, you, and the thing of it is that I realized that a whole bunch of stuff shows up on my face. And people often tell me that what's showing up on my face, I don't agree with them. I don't know why my face looks like that, but hmm. that's not how I'm feeling.
2: All right. And all the time that she tells me I'm frowning or I... She takes whatever look that she sees on my face and and tells me it means a certain thing. And I tell her, no, it doesn't mean a certain thing. So now she's understanding what I'm saying or what I have been saying, that you cannot just look at a a person's face and read exactly what it is they're thinking. And I think sometimes people do that and they come away with the wrong impression of what a person is actually thinking. But you think one thing and they're thinking something totally different. And sometimes that can affect how you interact with each other because you see what is a frown and the other person doesn't feel they're frowning or not thinking of something that makes them frown. Looks can be deceiving. And okay. I know looks have a, a big impact on what people think and what they feel, what they get from the other person.
0: Okay, let's take a step back here. What do you guys want? What do you, you want to get done today between the two of you? What would, be, what would you like to accomplish for your relationship in our time together?
2: No, I think we're making strides ourselves in that we have made more of an attempt to be verbal with each other, to talk, to spend time together. We talked about me being in the den watching TV and Shakira comes in and she sits five feet away from me. She's doing something different now. She comes Mm -hmm. in the den sometimes of, I'm watching TV and she will sit right next to me. And one of the things that I had said before was just imagine the things that could happen between us if she were closer. Well, With her being closer, it gives me the opportunity to put my arm around her to show her that I'm enjoying being there with her and I enjoy hugging her. And as she says, she's touchy feely. That's touchy feely too. So it makes me feel good for her to be close. It makes me feel like she wants to be with me and it makes me want to be closer to her. So that's an improvement. Right. And I think it's a big one.
0: You guys in agreement about that? Is that you feel like there's been there's progress is being made?
1: I I appreciate the fact that he recognizes that I have taken the steps to be more present when he's in the den. So yeah, that. That's good. I use this term touchy feeling and maybe I didn't (coughs) use the right term because not, I'm not just thinking in terms of physical touch and I'm thinking in terms of emotional accessibility. Does that make sense to you?
2: Oh, you speak to me? Well, I didn't know if you were talking to him or not. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah.
1: So when I say touchy feely, I'm thinking in terms of being emotionally available and transparent and open and yeah. Yeah. The physical part of it, that's part of it, but it's that heart piece, that intangible thing.
2: And let me say also that just giving you some background on our dynamics for years, Shakir has spent most of her time in the bedroom and for me, being in the bedroom is is somewhat uncomfortable from the standpoint that if I'm on the bed, you know, say watching TV, then I'm sitting in a way that I've got to turn my head to see the TV, Well, that gets tiring after a while. The headboard on our bed has these little grooves and things that go across it, so if I lean back on it, my head is on the grooves. That's uncomfortable. So for me, being in the bedroom is not a very comfortable thing, which is why I spend so much of my time in the den where I can sit on the couch and be comfortable. It's not a a matter of trying to stay away or be away from her. It's just the area that I'm in that is most comfortable for me to sit. I can sit on the couch and and be very comfortable, whereas sitting on the bed is a little more difficult because either I'm going to lie on the bed, which eventually gets uncomfortable, or I'm going to sit there with my head against the headboard which is uncomfortable or if I sit there turn to the side that is also somewhat uncomfortable so it is best for me to be in a position or a place where I can be most comfortable which happens to be in our Mm den in front of the tv yeah as I said it has nothing to do with wanting to be away from her it's just a matter of being where I can be the most comfortable yeah
0: now here now I get the sense uh Ron that you're most comfortable looking at me, that that's most comfortable here, just based on what's been happening so far. And Shakir seems most comfortable focused on you. So we And and you guys have this kind of same setup that you get at home sometimes going on right now.
2: Yeah. Wait
0: a minute. Can,
1: can you elaborate on that? Because I think I know what you mean, sure. but, but I'm not sure.
0: Well, just take a snapshot of, of how you look right now. Shakir, your body is focused with your shoulder to me. Both of you are doing fine, just as you are. By the way, you're focused more on Ron, looking at him, watching him. Ron is focused more on me, the screen here. So that just the body, just notice the body positions
2: here. Does that make okay, is, that, and is, that is that clear? Is that clear, Shakir?
1: Can you give me just a second?
2: Something yeah. that
1: uh, yeah, Christopher.
2: Focus on and since any particular reason for it, I'm sitting here just because of the way the chairs are. Right where she's sitting with her legs actually behind me, which allows her to turn to the side. I'm sitting here with my legs up against the chair, which only allows me to go so far. The turning, I turn and look at her every right. now and then. But I, as you said, yeah, I'm focusing on what you're saying and, and not wanting to miss anything. Yeah, I turn and, and look at her every now and then and my attention is based basically on you not meaning that i don't want to look at her just that i'm no, no, looking I got at it. and listening to what you're saying
0: I, yeah no and and that makes sense to me the i'm just waiting for shakir here the oh,
1: yeah i'm sorry need, it's talking. fine and he's driving my truck today so
0: it's fine hey run while she's doing that what'd you think of
2: the interviews i found something to be very interesting
0: I love the smile on your face. (laughs) I heard
2: you say that in a way, partially due to my age, you almost deferred to me and that you did not ask the questions that you might have wanted to ask because of that. And I thought, ah, no, we came looking for help. No question is off limits. No question is out of bounds. Mm -hmm. I'm not uh pray okay. or concern about dealing with any okay. issue that you bring up. I don't yeah. think anything you say is going to offend me or bother okay. me right. or scare me okay. or mm-hmm. anything like that. Bye-bye. So my thing is bring it on. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. do what you do.
0: Yeah. And I hope you got this sense that was more about me than it was about you.
2: I did. Okay. I did. Give me just a second. Yeah, sure. To me Okay, that's what I wanted to do.
1: Okay,
2: okay. And why what
0: tell me about the urge to do that? What was what, what Where was the urge for the kiss?
2: I wanted to make sure that you understand that I am not totally aloof from my wife, that I like being near her. Mm-hmm. I like being close to her. I like holding her, touching any and everything involved with that. Mm-hmm. I love my wife and and I just want you to have an idea. That we are not so distant, even though we may not talk to each other a lot at home. We are not so distant that we cannot or I cannot be close to her.
0: Yeah. Did that piss you off the way that I, the way that you were portrayed in the, in those? Okay, good. There's
2: nothing you're going to say that's going to offend me or bother me. If you're working at making us better together, nothing's out of bounds, nothing's off limit, go for it, do what you got to do, mm-hmm. see what you say the, the bottom line is to help us, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually, I see you, I see both of you as deeply wanting to be, especially around the house and in your quiet time together, wanting to be more connected. I don't have any doubt that both of you care very deeply about each other. And my only job is to help you to figure out how are you going to get the obstacles out of the way in order to open that up more so that you can do that more so that Shakir can feel like she is listened to in the way that feels so important to her. And Ron, you feel like you have the communication that's so important to you. That's my only job here is to open up those channels so that you guys can do that with more ease.
2: Okay. That sounds good.
0: Okay. And yeah, I'll try not to defer too much to you as my elder. I will I will I'll try to avoid doing that and just do my do what I do.
2: So that's what I want.
0: Okay. All right. So let's get back to what we're doing here, which is we've got Shakir who's focused with her body towards you. We've got Ron who's focused with his body towards the screen, which is somewhat similar to the house. How would this be so that it's good between the two of you? That's what we're most focused on. How should this be so that you're both getting more? what you need and want in this moment
1: i i have a question because you asked us how we were doing and i heard ron express that he saw me being more present where you are what am i what should i be seeing you say we're making strides so what should i be recognizing as what you are doing?
2: What I'm doing is right out there in front of you. If there's something that I do or something that I say to you, that's right there. I don't know what you might anticipate or think I'm going to do or say, but I do and say what I feel like at any particular moment. You know, when I'm talking to you, I say whatever is relevant at that time.
1: So I guess what I'm asking is, It's okay. So you recognize that I spent more time in the den. And and I guess it's important for me to note here that, yes, I know that I've been away in Mississippi, but when I come back, I do try to be more present. So I guess what action? So the action that you recognized from me was I come and I sit in the den and I'm with you. Okay. So what have you done that I should be recognizing because I want to make sure that I'm not missing it.
2: It shouldn't be a mystery. If I'm in any way at all trying to be close to you, it's obvious. It's it's not something like I have to explain, hey, I'm trying to be close to you right now. It should be right there and, and obvious to you. When I either talk to you and, and I'll say this, there are times that I say something, I make comments to you And you basically say nothing. You don't respond in any way at all. And with other people, you seem to communicate with very well. It doesn't matter what they say, you respond to it. Or if I'm talking to you, even though you may consider it as something minute or something that isn't necessarily important, acknowledge the fact that I was communicating with you.
0: It'd be the same- if includes- let me, let's me. let not get too far. Okay, just for you guys, what sounds like the chorus here? There's. I'm hearing chorus. Do you remember last time Shakir said this is the chorus that we're singing? And I'm hearing ways that you're both singing in the chorus that is just so familiar here. And I want to help you guys to move past this. So what are the elements that you hear of the chorus
2: in this? With her saying or mentioning the chorus... I need clarification on exactly what the chorus is in her mind.
0: You guys, you've been doing this long enough. You both know the same old song that you guys begin to sing when you have this conversation about getting what you need and want from each other. And you're both, I know, smart enough to, to hear the chorus when it gets going. And so I am asking you to move outside of it a little bit and to talk about, okay, we're doing this thing again. What are you doing again?
1: What I hear is I hear you saying to me, I'm right here in front of you. Everything I do is me trying to get closer to you. I'm saying I need you to name that. So just like I can name. So let me tell you what I want to name. I named I have to go and get some stuff to give to my dad. Will you go shopping with me? That was me inviting you to be in something that I needed to do. I needed to go to Mississippi to pick up my computer so I could finish helping Joe. That was me inviting you. Um, I cooked breakfast. That was me doing something for you. I cooked dinner. That was me trying to be present and have things for you. I went groceries. Sh- and when I say you, I should say not just you, but family. So I Thank cooked you. breakfast. And so I cooked breakfast for the family. I cooked dinner for the family. I went grocery shopping and bought staples and groceries and that type of thing. I did that for the family. You were included in those, but specifically I asked you to go shopping with me. I asked you to go to Mississippi with me. I asked you about making reservations. And those were just specific things that I tried to be open and connecting with you consciously. So what I'm asking you is, What have you openly and consciously, intentionally done so that I can recognize it for what it is so I'm not missing? Because I want to be aware and I want to be responsive.
2: You mentioned things that you asked me to do. To be very truthful, going to Mississippi was not something that I wanted to do. because My body was tired having baseball and all. You asked me to go out with you somewhere. And, and I did go with you. You cooked breakfast for the family. I remember you telling me there was bacon in the kitchen. I didn't see anything else, and I appreciated the fact that you did that. As far as myself...
1: But you ate cereal.
2: Yeah. I ate cereal because that's what I wanted at the time, and there are a lot of times that you might cook something which for whatever reason, it may not be what I want at that time.
1: I agree with that. that yeah, so you, you
2: do that, I I appreciate the fact you did it. I still may prefer to have something different at that time. I cannot tell you why my body says this is what I want. I understand not because that. I'm not appreciative of what you're doing, but it's just because hey, this is what I would prefer at this moment.
1: I I understand that. Yeah. So let me say this, I hear you saying that you're appreciative. I accept that. But sometimes it does sting just a little bit. Because I make special efforts to do things. So like I bought ribs, I cook ribs, I, I bought craft barbecue sauce. Put that on the ribs because that's the barbecue sauce that you like. And then you ate wings. Not all of them. <laughs>
2: If you you had seen these ribs, pardon me, when you look in the pot, everything is crispy. And I had food left over that I definitely wanted to eat before we left. I didn't want to leave it there and have it either spoil or come back four or five days later and eat it. So yeah, I had the wings. So I just went ahead and ate them. I did eat some of the beans, if you notice. So I did eat some of the meal and the macaroni I don't eat anyway. Okay, so I did eat part of the food.
0: With all due respect, guys, this is a little boring to hear you guys just, you know, (laughs) quibble, (laughs) quibble over, over the food. I mean, it's only, and I don't mean, I don't mean that you're boring. I mean that what you're really talking about, it doesn't, this doesn't feel like what you're really talking about. It feels like it's got the, it's got the feel of that it's just dancing on the surface. And That if we're going to move anything here, you guys are going to have to get down to more of what's really happening
2: here. What's really happening is too many instances of non communication, which I think I said earlier, we're doing a little better with that now, in that we are communicating and we are spending some time together. So, with all of these things that have happened in the past, we are doing things to Make it better. Okay. And good as it's going to be, probably not. It could be better. We're working I, at that.
0: Hold, hold on one second before I don't want to lose this. I, I can see that actually just in the way you're communicating today. It, it actually looks, it looks better and I can see things. I can see movement. Do you guys both agree? And again, this is what's important is that it's good for both of you, that whatever you agree to in your relationship, that it works for both of you. Do you guys both agree that communication, just communication back and forth is what this relationship needs in order to move forward. Is that an agreement between the two of you that where you guys want this to go? is just It's just better communication. Is that what you both want?
2: Let me ask you a question. Did you send him those things that we wrote up for each other? I did. And
0: I read them. And yes, and I, I appreciated them. And yeah, if, I got and read them.
2: If you notice, the thing that I talked about what I wrote mm-hmm. was exactly that communication it is the most important thing because without it you know we have little or nothing so that is what I have said that to me is most important and I feel that strongly that if we we have to communicate in order to have any kind of a a chance at a a successful marriage so that is what I'm all for
0: but the thing is is that I work for both of you and I work on behalf I work on behalf of the relationship And so I need to know that both of you agree that communication is number one. And if not, then we got to then we got to figure out what is going to be number one for both of you.
1: Jason, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I think we have a problem communicating. I don't think we have a problem communicating. I think you're very articulate on the things that you choose to be articulate on. And I think I understand you. I think understanding is important. I think one of the things that I'm really not sure about is that I don't think you understand me. I I don't think, I'm not sure that I'm able to communicate to you how I feel, how I function, what I need. Because I think we talk fine. I think sometimes we share an experience, but we, we interpret it a different way. For example, when I was talking to you about reservations the other night and you told me, yeah, go ahead. Let's see, I didn't hear that. So I'm not sure that we are experiencing each other. If I could use a metaphor, I'm not even, you know how people say we're we on the same page? I'm not even sure we're in the same book because it, it, it feels like I am saying this right here, but that you heard something completely different so i'm not sure it's that we don't communicate i think we don't understand each other does that make sense
2: from your point of view yeah
1: no for what i just say makes sense to you
2: it does from your point of view because I, to... I have a different opinion
0: great okay but this is it's got to work for both of you so the same goes back here shakir does ron agree that understanding each other is what this relationship needs. Okay. Is he on the same page with you, in the same book with you, about that that what you're working towards here is understanding each other better?
1: I can't answer that
2: question for you. She said based a on ago. based on
0: what you've seen so far, based on what you're hearing, is he in agreement that understanding each other is what is number one here? Is what you guys are doing in this relationship.
1: And I think we're using two different words. Because I hear him saying communicating, but communication is more than just what I say to you.
0: Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you guys I are think, talking about that. Okay, for me, it is.
1: Okay. Good question.
2: She said a moment ago that she didn't think we were even in the same book. That to me says that we're very far apart. We're not really agreeing on much of anything. And I don't think, and that's why I said I have a difference of opinion. I don't think that's the case. And when I talk about communicate or communication, I'm talking about, hey, talk to me, say something to me. And as she said, you can say something to somebody and that doesn't mean that's all there is to it. It can be something else. I I think that in order to have any chance at success, Communication of any type is is important because you're sharing, and the only way that you can get through or work through problems is to talk, discuss them, and see if you can come up with some rational conclusion that both will be satisfied with. I still feel that any kind of communication is better than none, so when I talk about communication, I'm saying, hey, we walk through the house and we walk past each other, and we just walk past each other. We don't say anything. We don't make any kind of attempt at communicating. That is not good. Yeah, it doesn't mean every time you walk past each other, you got to have some long conversation. Do something, say something, make sure that the other person knows that you're there, you're thinking about them, because you can walk through the house and go past each other all day long and not say anything, and, and that's not a good thing. So at some point in time, you got to communicate in some kind of way. Say something that makes some sense. Say something that makes you feel closer to the other person. Don't just spend all your time not speaking, not saying anything, which is what we have done quite a bit in the past. Something as innocent as walking past each other, stopping for a moment, a nice quick hug, a kiss on the cheek or something of that nature does a whole lot of good. And I don't care how many times you pass each other during the day. If you do it every time, good. It's helpful. It makes you feel closer. You walk past each other all day long and you never say a word. I think it's obvious what that's going to do. It's not going to make you feel any closer to that person. So communication is important, whether it be verbal or physical. That's my opinion.
1: Okay, so Jason, I hear Ron saying communicate. I believe that I can say, okay, we can make communication priority. So where do we go
0: with that? Great question. Great question. Rather than talk about it, let's do it and see what we learn. Okay. Because you've got all the elements that you need right here. You've got communication between the two of you that's possible. You've got this idea about understanding each other possible. So why don't you guys give it a go? Let's see what you find if you try this out a little bit.
1: I'm having a thought, I'm getting ready to write it down. Okay, so what are we doing?
0: What are you guys doing? How are you gonna do this? Let's see it, go for it.
1: Okay, so Ron, I heard you say that you think that we are making strides. How does that make you feel?
2: It makes me feel good. It makes me feel as though we have something going for us rather than against us. Anything that we do, that improves upon what we have been doing feels good. The fact that you have begun to do things that that show me that you want to be close makes a big difference for me. One of the things that Shakir did recently. Hold it
0: between the two of you guys, because I, I'm, well, I'm saying, it.
2: but I'm saying it for your benefit as well as ours. But
0: hold it, because you guys want to learn about this. So let me just give you a little feedback on what just happened. That. Shakir's making the case, Shakir, you let off with how do you feel? Ron's wanting communication. You're the feeling, touchy feely one. Ron's the rational one. You lead off with feeling.
2: Now, I'm not you. saying
0: that's I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, what is gonna what do you guys want here? How do you guys want to facilitate this kind of dialogue, whatever we're gonna call it, that gives you both what you want?
1: Yeah, that wasn't I didn't do that as consciously as I should have. Because okay. really, because Right. He's the rational one. So I really should have found a better way to ask that question to you other than from a feeling standpoint.
0: And just to be fair here, that I'm not that Ron is the rational one. Ron is also saying what I hear, if I may speak for him for a moment, is that we'll get to feelings once we have communication.
1: I, th- I think I hear that.
0: Is that right? Is that did you look at him and ask me if I if that's a correct idea is
1: Jason's idea on track? Okay, so we have to be rational and communicate before we get to emotion.
2: I want to interject something else in there. I'm portrayed as the rational one. The fact that, like she says, she's the the feeling one or whatever, that's something that I enjoy also, the feeling is whether it be physical, mental, whatever. While I may be portrayed as being the rational, to me, when you're saying I'm rational, that is almost like saying I'm rational without emotion. That is not the case. I've told her many times that I enjoy closeness also. She has told me on occasion, and sometimes I don't know where it comes from, that I told her I don't like being close. And that is as far from the truth as you can get. I love being close. I love being able to touch my wife physically as well as verbally. I have always felt, because my wife says she wants one thing, does she in turn show that same thing to me? That has been a a concern of mine where she wants different things, but the things that you want sometimes, you don't even, you don't show me. And I've always been of the opinion that, what happens should go both ways, that both of you should be able to experience the same thing. If you want touchy-feely, I'm all fine with it. I like touchy-feely too. I don't think it should be you want touchy-feely, I touch you, for whatever, and you do nothing in return. I think there should be that back and forth in there. What you say you want, you should also be willing to show. If you want certain things that happen in response to those things, you can show the same thing too. Am I making sense or is that something that I'm not making clear or what?
1: No, I understand that completely. Okay. That
2: is, that's a big concern of mine, that it's not one-sided. What Shakira wants is fine with me and I would just love to have what she wants come back my way too.
0: There's something I want to get on, really put on the table here because it feels like it moves things forward a little bit. Shakir, what did you hear Ron saying about his response to being the rational one? Just so that we can have this between the two of you. What did he say about him as the rational one?
1: He doesn't like that that concept.
0: Okay. And why?
1: Because it I don't know. I'm not sure why. I think I heard him say
0: Watch him carefully here, because he's going to tell you if you're right or not. That's going to tell you. I think
1: I heard him say, when I say he's rational, that means that he's only rational, not emotive. Okay. So when I say you're rational, I am not saying that you're only rational. I'm saying that rationality is your primary go-to. You're very logical.
2: Okay. But when you say that, that's how it comes across, is I'm emotionless and, and detached from everything. I approach everything from a rational standpoint and not a standpoint of feelings and, and emotions or whatever. In other words, I sit up. you say something to me and I just say, yeah, okay, that's true, and leave it at that. And it's not that I'm just rational and not anything else. I am emotional. And when I, you know, when I tell you things about how, in a sense, you ignore me, you may not understand how that affects you. If I say something to you and you don't respond at all, I don't think you consciously think about how that might affect me. I don't care how insignificant something is. If you say something to me, I respond to it. If I say something to you and you don't respond to it, why aren't you responding to me? That's emotion, That's So when that rational. happens,
1: so when you're saying something to me and I don't respond and you begin to wonder why, say, did you hear me or why didn't you respond to me? Because sometimes I might just be somewhere else.
0: Wait, I mean, hold on, I'm getting a little confused here guys because somehow the feeling gets lost when you guys begin to go on this. What I heard is that you both want feelings to be heard and felt in the relationship. That's something that you both desire more of. And somehow that yep. got lost in the shuffle here.
2: Well, I guess it's easy for things to get lost because we're approaching it from two different angles. And I think sometimes we both get off on our individual, I won't say rants, but our individual expressions. And yeah, we do lose sight of what is going on. It just shows there's a lot of stuff going on that that can be confusing. Okay. It's easy for us to get off track very easily, very quickly. Okay, because you know, sometimes you got a different talking You hold,
0: hold on. Give a penny, take a penny. What's your turn to Shakira and tell her what your individual rant that you sometimes get on is?
2: Well, actually, I try not to get on rants. I, I try to be as direct as possible in expressing something. And there are also times in which we may have discussions about something. And there could be something that I disagree with, but don't actually say it. I just Hold, it here, hold it
0: here. You both have put on the table that that
2: you both want more
0: care between each other. You also have now both put, you just gave, put on the idea that you both have individual rants. We both do this, you said, and I'm going to ask her to do the same thing. So there's no angels and no devils here. I, what can you turn to Shakir and let her know what is the rant that you get onto that is not productive for the relationship.
2: Well, I try to keep any rants to a minimum. Okay. Maybe they're small. Maybe they're small. Maybe they're small. When Shakir tells me something about something that I'm supposed to have said, and I'm sitting there with her thinking about it, what, where did that come from? Sometimes I feel that Shakir comes up with stuff that I'm supposed to have said that I actually haven't said that she may have thought about and then gave me credit for saying it. Because sometimes you can come up with some stuff that I'm wondering, whoa, where? I know, doggone, I didn't say anything about that.
0: You're missing the point of the game. The way the game is, you're missing the point of the game here. The game here is I'm coming up with my own rant that I can sometimes get onto.
2: Well, that's what I'm telling you about the rant that I would have.
0: Well, but you're telling her the rant that she has. So let's go the other direction and see if we can loosen this up at all, okay? Because both of you in the relationship, you both should be able to identify the things that you do that are unproductive. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to move along. Oh, there I go doing this thing again. Maybe it's part of a dynamic. Maybe it's not. But there's got to be a sense of, oh, yeah, three fingers point back at me. That's just the way life works. So. You guys are gonna to have to find, and I'll just put it in the middle of, between the two of you here, as opposed to putting it on either person. What do you do that's not very productive for the relationship?
1: I withdraw. I'm real clear about that, I and- and
0: Okay, tell let, to, turn to him and let him know that about that.
1: I withdraw. I just, I withdraw from you so that I can't be impacted by you. My request for you to go shopping with me was very intentional. I was so thankful that you went. I knew it was going to take me several hours to go and get my computer. My request for you to do that was very intentional. And I am working at not withdrawing. I wanted to withdraw. I wanted to withdraw when you said, no, you wouldn't ride to Mississippi with me. I wanted to withdraw when you didn't eat breakfast. I want it to withdraw when the food burn. I want it to withdraw when...
0: This is turning into a list of the things that he did wrong. This is, oh, this is... I'm
1: sorry. Okay. So That's we're, not we're, what
0: we're, I meant to do. It's turning into tit for tat as opposed to give a penny, take a penny. I'm trying oh. to avoid.
1: I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm not attacking you. I withdraw and I'm working hard at not withdrawing anymore. And I know I have to be intentional about not withdrawing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working at being present. I don't want to withdraw. I know when I withdraw, that's not productive.
2: When you say something that I disagree with, I have said to you often that I don't want to get into arguments. And because of that, I may shut down in a sense, shut down in the standpoint that rather than continuing the Conversation, I just let it go and no further engage in it, be a part of it. I just decide, oh, I'm not going to make a difference in what I'm saying. So I just stop. I don't say any more about it. There are some things that could be debated on and on, but if I don't see a real reason to continue debating it, I just stop, shut it down. And that's my way of staying away from what could sometimes become unnecessary, heated conversations. Okay. Do you ever notice that?
1: Oh, I, I'm very aware of that. Okay.
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Very nice. It's nice to see you guys in the same room together.
2: Good to be in the same room. So where do we go from here?
0: Ooh, I know, just when it's getting good. But like we say, we got to stop for today. So tune in next time. Hear the conclusion of the second couple clinical interview with Ron and Shakir as we continue to look at this, you know, thing that they've organized really well now, which is shut it down and withdraw and helping them to continue to deepen their conversation and find closeness. Okay, tune in. Look forward to hearing from you. Hey, if you got questions, comments, Jason at JasonBrand.com. Thanks so much. Bye.